0: Welcome back to the podcast. You're going to hear a bit of a raspy voice today. I, I'm not trying to, and it's not morning voice. It's not anything I'm doing on purpose. It's just, I'm getting over, um, a bit of a cold, so I'm doing my best to avoid speaking and recording yet. You guys want another podcast. So here we are. We're on part four of the healing journey and today's the point where we've talked about you a bit. We've talked about your mental, you know, mindset and all that good stuff. But when you want to get married and you want to have a healthy life, part of that is also having a friend, a partner, a spouse. So, whether you're unmarried or you're like married already, we need to talk about you guys being on the same page. Yes, that's a tricky one, I know, but we're going at it. Let's go. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back to the old time listeners that have been here since something the beginning of the podcast. Mashallah, and some of you are new. So alhamdulillah. Either way, y'all are beautiful. Um, We are usually having women streaming from almost every continent, 150 countries. 4.7 4.7 million. So good to have you all together in the same place here talking about what we personally love at Mindful Musima, which is women going from surviving to thriving and becoming women of impact whether it's just in your own life, your own family or the world. Doing huge things as many of our women are doing. So we love that. So I mentioned in the introduction my raspy voice, you're going to have to forgive me. It's either that or I don't make a podcast because it is what it is. But I'll try my best. So Alhamdulillah, I wanted to say today I'm excited because before we were talking on the podcast up until this point about you, you know, we are in episode four we're talking about a healing journey. And by the end of this podcast, what we're going to be able to give you are some tools to deal with the husband. And I know that's always something, Well, you might not be married, but guess what? Then you're going to have those tools ahead of time or a little something to think about as you're on the hunt for the husband. But if you are already married, this is going to help you get the kids in check with him. And so, um, Going along the lines of raising a family is what we're doing. So we wanna make sure we have happy, healthy families, Islamically. And some people, you know, they're not there yet. They're not there with fun. I'm going to university, I got this, I got this. Well, guess what, sis? You still need this because this is stuff you have to understand and know so that when you go and search for a guy, you can know what to look for in a healthy father and a healthy husband who's gonna support you in everything, including the kids. And the second thing is for parents, like I said, women who are married already with kids, you'll want some relief. I know it's hard. You feel like you're doing so much alone and you feel like he's not helping that much or you guys are not on the same page, that will help you today too. All right. Let's dive in. You know, um one thing I want to say too is thank you all so much for being regular supporters. You guys um participated in our giveaway and you guys left me a ton of reviews. Absolutely beautiful. So I just want to give a personal thank you to every single sister who left us a podcast review recently. I didn't get to say before. I just want to say a true thank you. And on the note of marriage, a lot of people have rocky marriages. They don't feel like they're intimate with their husband. They have good communication and a whole bunch of other stuff. And that requires tools sometimes or sometimes you just need solutions for problems you have specifically. Just a reminder before we start, number one, I'm available. Um I have um 15 and 45 minute consultations. You can talk to me. People talk to me outside the podcast all the time. Um I have a nicer voice usually <laughs> than this one. Oh my goodness, this is so horrible. I'm so sorry. Thank you for putting up with me. Number 2. Um we're going to be doing a free um actually have it going on already. We have a free class you could join that's it. going to help you on how to get closer to him. Oh, we actually have one more. We have a challenge that's happening. But this is a new one. We've never done this before. We're going to do a challenge on Telegram. Yes. So excited. It's going to be cool. And then I changed the way I do challenges now where now you can be interactive and talk with me. I used to do Facebook challenges in the past and Facebook is like, okay, but you know, when you do those things, they just let me kind of like broadcast to people. You can't actually talk to me, give me questions as much as this new way we're going to do it, which I'm really, really excited. Everything's new this time around. So excited. So if you want to work out things with men, that'll be the spot. All right. So on that note, let's talk about relationships and like yourself and your healing, right? Differences in marriage or relationships are often seen as something to overcome, right? But it's not necessarily true. The differences can serve a great purpose, helping you to learn and grow. And so I want you to change maybe um, the way you think about that. There's this founder of the Gottman Institute, and he said, I believe we grow in our relationships by reconciling our differences, That's how we become more loving people and truly experience the fruits of marriage. Now, here's the deal. When you are married to someone, they're going to be very different than you in some regard and very similar in some regard. I have the same thing with my own spouse. But it's the differences that usually make us so annoyed, right? Well, what we're going to do in the podcast today is we're going to make sure by the end um, we are going to figure out kind of some of the way you feel about your partner if you're married and how that's related to how you raise your kids, whether you have kids or not already. That's really important. And if you're not yet, um, you can think about these in a different way. For example, if I have a question, I feel that my partner is a good parent because let's pretend I have that question. You can change it to, I want my partner to be the kind of parent that I want my spouse to be the kind of parent that and finish that sentence. That's really important. A lot of people know we want a good guy. We want to be Muslim. Want him to be like a good dad, encouraging them to Islam. That's very generic and very like, that's way too vague, if you feel me. So that's why we're trying to help you out to get more specific on what you want if you're not married yet. And if you are married what you want. I'm sorry. These are things we should have thought about before. And then like how to see how we can kind of finagle that and figure it out where he can still be himself, but he can also come over to your side and understand your needs. You know what I mean? Okay, let's do this. So basically bringing two people together from different families and sometimes different cultures in Islam, right? Together to form a new family rarely comes without stumbling blocks. Some people are like, oh my gosh, are we doing it wrong? No, this is normal, right? The difference is how and how you are are raised yourself can make such a difference in your marriage, right? And that's how the home environment shaped you or um, what you want to confront in today's podcast, okay? The way you were raised and how your environment shaped you. And so that's why the healing journey, it's partially about you. And then when you have a family it starts to branch out. And this is where your healing or lack of healing shows up, right? It shows up where he had his own raising and experiences, good and bad, just like you. And then y'all have to come together and agree or disagree on stuff like bills or where to live or kids and it becomes hairy and that's where you start to get these emotions well up and you don't even know where they're coming from sometimes i know i have certain things that i have identified let's say as a trigger my husband will say them and i get really upset but it actually has nothing to do with my husband it has to do with something when the way i was raised and it bubbles it right up and i used to pretend that didn't happen and now i literally turn to him and i'm like whoa that's a trigger. Let's just give me a second. I have to think about how I want to respond to that because I normally would want to react to that, right? That's every human. You have them too, Sada next to you, Fatima next to you. Like everybody has them. That's not me. It's everybody. So the, the, the healthy person can stop, recognize, identify, and have a better response, which is what we're all working on, Right? Couples like rarely talk about these differences, by the way, before having children because it simply doesn't occur to them. So, when the child enters the toddler stage and the parenting styles start to clash and problems arise, like everybody's like, oh, where'd this come from? You know what I mean? And you found this already to be true in your relationship now. Maybe there's stuff right now, if you're married already, you're like, oh my goodness, yes, him and his this, and this is the way he was raised, and it's so difficult. Okay, so then when you get to the kids, it's just more. And this is why we talk to women a lot, for example, in Mindful Muslim about how to find spouses. You know, we just did a whole thing in June about that. I know I did a lot of teaching because women asked me to, right? But now we're moving on to women who are married. And as the women who are unmarried are listening, again, I want you to think about if you don't fix those things, where it comes up. Another thing that we teach in Mindful Muslim is emotional mastery. Um, one of the things I struggle with, you guys know me from the podcast, was really getting super sad getting super hopeless and and then sometimes getting angry and you know it's funny I had said this a long time ago in an Instagram post what what anger really is they 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 said it was I think that's the post I had I said I sat with my anger long enough to see it for what it really was fear a lot of times anger is fear and I want you to imagine that like you have a child and the child runs across the street and almost gets hit by a car right You have two ways to handle that. You can come out and be like, oh my gosh, honey, are you okay? Like, that's probably not what we're thinking. We're like, oh my gosh, why'd you run across the street? Why would you do that? Blah, 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 mommy's here. Don't leave mommy. We would normally do that. Where does that like well of emotions and and anger come from? It comes from, we're afraid. We lost control. We almost lost our kid. That was really scary for us, right? So a lot of times your anger, if you're feeling frustrated lady, you're like banging around, like mad at your husband. A lot of times it's fear. Sometimes it's also hurt that's not being addressed so if you're currently finding like anger and fear in your relationship excuse me anger in your relationship sometimes it is fear or pain and that's what i usually start to notice about myself if i find myself getting easily frustrated i'm like whoa what is this this emotion really telling me about what i'm struggling with it right now right so let's think about that in terms of relationships now sometimes between you and your husband, somebody becomes the strict parent and someone becomes the lenient parent. It's unfortunate. And then the kids get caught in something called the triangle where it's like, they just run to you for something when daddy won't and then him to you. you that. Or they just know that one parent's always one that's going to say no. And the other one's going to say yes. They just run to that one first. It becomes a power play. And then you guys start going at it with each other. Why do you always do that for him? Did you just see what he's doing. Or you don't say anything and you're just mad at the other one. Right? It just really depends how you handle things. And, and hey, that has to do with your childhood. I had a sister the other day call me up because her husband was just doing horrible things with her. You know, he was just really just screaming at her, rude. But he, to be fair, he was going through his own problem. We had identified identify what his problem was. She didn't realize it had nothing to do with her. It was just like his sadness about his issue. But she like never said anything. I was like, why do you never say anything that helps setting that is to you? She's like, I was, that's the way I was raised, in my house. like We don't talk about things. So can you see how if you're raised that way, it can show up in your marriage later on, like not to speak up for yourself, not to talk. I know there's a lot of you who do that and you call me up. In Islam, you're allowed to do that. But I know in your homes you were raised, you weren't. You can. In Islam, we just ask that we do with adab, we do with manners. But you definitely should speak up for yourself, Right. A lot of you call me up in the consultations. We talk about how you can do that. Um, So often the strict parent becomes the stricter to compensate for their perceived leniency of the other parent, right? While the lenient parent does the same, becoming too permissive. I'm guessing that one or both of you, if you are already married, um, is either too lenient or too strict at some level. And now that you're both on the same page with, if you've shared with your spouse, by the way, kind of some of the things we've talked about, if you were on the same page, which I encourage you to about the two brains, about the negative thoughts, about anything else I've shared, I really encourage you to share that with family members because the whole point is that we're, I know sometimes we have to like get you and your spouse on the same page too, that's cool. They don't have to like listen to the podcast, you could just share a couple pointers. But before we begin um, a process of kind of like making sure that you guys also When you're talking to each other or you're dealing with your kids are on the same page because this is part of the healing journey part of like hey what do I want for myself now that I've realized I need to do things better and that's what I had to do I had to sit down and realize how to do all this stuff I'm going to give you a couple rapid fire questions I would love if you paused and wrote them down and if you're driving or something that's cool come back replay just know what you do save this episode that's what you could always do. I think it's called like a download, download this episode. When you do that, it saves it. So later on, cause otherwise you know how life is. You say, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go write that later. And let me just forget. So if you download the episode, it allows you to, you know what I mean? Save it for later. And then you can write it down then. All right. You ready? Um, I would love if you wrote these down and then try to get you, if you're already married, you and your spouse to, to do them. If you're not married, I'll give you another way to write it. Every time I say a question, so how about that? Okay? All right. I feel that my partner is a good parent because if you are already married, I want you to find some good in him. <laughs> even if you're like, parent, what parent? He doesn't even do anything. Find some goodness. Find the love he does, the cuddles with the kids, whatever. So, and if you're not married, I want a partner who's a good parent because like, what about them is going to make them a good quote unquote parent to you? Like, what is a good parent to you? What is he going to do? so that you could later on make questions for those when you're looking for a guy, right? Number two, I feel that my role as a parent is to, I need you to find your own place in the world. What is your role? Like, what do you feel like you do as a mom? Like, what's your job? Like my job's just to keep them alive, right? Feed them, bathe them, no. That's actually kind of, I thought it was like that, and just play with them, you know? Enjoy my kids. No, it's like actually more than that, but (laughs) that's what I thought when I was a first mom anyway, alhamdulillah, I mean, write your answer down. And if you are not married, you're going to write still the same thing. I feel that when I am going to be a parent, my role will be too. Or his role will be too. Like, what's his role? What's your role going to be? So that's the thing. We don't think that far ahead. We don't break things down. Which is why we just like float around. And then we have horrible, crazy feelings. So let's avoid that. After reading up to you, like maybe like, I don't know if you've read the Quran or you've um, you know looked into the understanding of of parenting with somebody else or raising a family with somebody else. Um, I feel that a good Islamic home looks like. I want you to think of what your understanding of what a good Islamic home looks like. By the way, we have a free PDF. Called How to Make an Islamic Home. It's more like in a physical sense, but it's also about creating an environment so that if that's something you do struggle with, if you go to my website, www.mindful-muslimah.com, we have a free PDF in the resources section. Um, Now, here's the fun part. Now we get to think about your parents and his parents and like, hmm, what kind of parenting Matt was like. That's huge. Sometimes I see women struggle with their husbands with just the relationship or with the parenting of the kids, whatever. And, um, I'm like, what was, what's their mom's parenting style? What's your husband's mom's parenting style? People are like, Ooh, I never thought about that. Ooh, she's like this. And then it's like, Oh, that makes sense now while he's like that. Oh, like, you know, you start to put like little puzzle pieces together. I encourage this. This is really, really a good thing to think about, other than like, oh, he's just, you know, jerk. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. I get that all the time with women. Like, okay, cool. Can we go a bit deeper? Can we find out why he's like what he is so that we can understand a better way to respond to him? Because currently probably like, this is my thing. If you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to do all this. Okay, cool. Well, how's your current situation working out for you? If you don't like it, then maybe you want to try something else. That's the way it goes. Do you feel me? Okay. My parents were, how were they? And that made me feel, what? You know, his parents were like, ask him to do the same. Like his parents were like, what when they parented him? And how did that make him feel? Worthless. Like it didn't matter. Like I was not as good as my sister, or maybe I was. I felt amazing. My parents were great. They were so supportive. Like whatever it is, go there. Oh yeah. This one is for married or unmarried. So it's good. Discipline means again, married or unmarried could answer this. What does discipline mean to you? Like what is like, like laying down the law mean for you. Like maybe he's like, nope, never doing any of that in my house. Cause my dad was too heavy handed. And then we have this extreme opposite of leniency or maybe he thinks that was great. That his dad was heavy handed. He wants to be heavy handed too. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you have to understand what you feel about the word discipline, what you feel about the word rules in the house. Cause your husband probably has different, like I know mine does totally different. <laughs> We had to talk about it because we were like, whoa, brother, that is not the same as what I'm thinking right now. And we thought we were on the same page. So when we do these exercises, it really helps. And again, if you're not married yet, know this so you can know what kind of guy you want, right? Number six, we only have two more. It's most important for me, for my child to be what? Now, this is a very open-ended question. It could be like a doctor, right? Or it could be like happy with their life, to, to feel like they're loved. To, I mean, you could say that, but really mean it because if that's all you think about and they become an artist, you better not be mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like be real. Don't just be like, oh, this sounds good. No, like be real. Face your real f- inner feelings. Ask your husband, do the same or for yourself. Like you're not married yet. When my child is, you know, when I have a child, inshallah, this is how I want them to feel or be like, I want to set life up for them like this. And last thing, my goal for raising a healthy family is, or my goal for raising a healthy child is. That can be when you're married or unmarried. So these are very easy to do, right? Now it's time to have your answers on the table, right? You want to make sure you do this. If you get these answers, discuss them with your partner if you're already married. Have a sit down. honey. i was just been thinking about things. I just want to like throw some ideas at you. Let's say you could just start the conversation. Let's have some ideas. I know many of you, it's hard to approach your husband. I get it. Call me up. We'll do a consult. I get it. But like, we have to do these things, ladies. We have to take control of the family in the sense of like the healthiness because the guys don't do it. It's not that they're bad. They're busy, right? They're busy working. And if you're working, he's not paying for anything. Then that's a whole nother story. (laughs) I'm talking about the ones that are providing. Um, Then you could talk to me, right? But um, at the end of the day, it's it's in their nature just to be, like, focused on providing so we can think about quality control. All right, so I just want you to remember one thing. This family began, if you're married, with the two of you loving each other at some point or wanting to be married with each other at some point. And for those of you who do not have that feeling, I get it. I get it. Some of you are in situations where you didn't want to marry the guy that you're with. I know, but... At this point, I want you to think of the things that you do care about him and love about him because, and if you don't, if you're not married yet again, I'm going to end on this. I want you to think about what you want to love about him. If you had him, right? What I love about you most is you can tell this to your husband too. By the way, if you start these conversations with what I love about most about you, everybody wants to hear what's amazing about themselves. You could start difficult conversations with those and be honest. Um, I feel that my role as a wife is to this. So now we're talking about like ways you could, once you've figured out these answers, kind of share a little bit with him and then get him to kind of answer these questions or have a discussion with you about this topic, period. What I need out of our relationship most is these are some prompts for you. I'm helping you get conversation started. In 20 years, I hope to see both of us, blah, blah. So these are really good ways to talk to guys. What I really appreciate most about you is like how good you are with the girls. Like this is the way you start a conversation. If you're scared, start with compliments and be, be real about the compliments. It's a really great way to edge into a conversation about family with your spouse. If you're not married take notes. <laughs> you're going to have to do this one too. May Allah make it easy for you. I hope this was helpful. I wanted to kind of bring in how our journey so far with ourself could go right into marriage. If you're married already, some things you can do. And if you're not married yet, some things to really, really think about. And I pray the rest of your week goes really, really well. Um, FYI, I might be headed, it's, it's almost 100% to Minnesota. There's a huge community there. Right, and we're gonna have a flyer coming out soon. It will be one of my first appearances outside of New York. So excited to meet many of you there in the Twin Cities. So I will be sharing that soon. Don't forget to take the free class, whether you're married or not, on um, how to get closer to your husband, like with your, or their spouse or the guy, how to know what he likes, all that good stuff. You know what makes him attracted to you all that good stuff. We have a free class. I'll link it below. And we also have that PDF. I said in the Islamic home, if you want, we have a challenge coming up, but you could register now for telegram. And that other one where I said I was going to get like really interactive and talk about men together. Cannot wait. So excited. I will see you in the next podcast. All the links for everything are below.